Welcome to the Deep Roots at Home podcast. For those of you new here, the Deep Roots at Home website was founded by Jackie in 2011. As a retired RN, longtime homeschooler, past Lyme sufferer with a love of preventative natural medicinals, Jackie has encouraged women for years now. Our desire is to spread truth and important information during these recent deceptive times, as well as the practicals of homemaking and all things beautiful. Whether you are listening in the car, while you're making dinner for your children, or sitting with a relaxing cup of tea, welcome to the podcast. And welcome back to another episode of the Deep Roots at Home podcast. I am so excited to be here again today. We have Julie Formby. Now, Julie's been on the podcast before, so some of you may remember her that she's a wealth of information. Julie is a wife and mother of four adult children. She used natural health care when she was in high school, and she had a friend with multiple chemical sensitivities who helped educate her on how to protect herself and her family. Then after her father was diagnosed with stage four kidney failure and he was helped with natural health care practitioner, um, she went to school and she was certified in all the areas listed on her website. So I'll encourage you to look that up on her website. She specializes in hormone balancing as well as general health and wellness. But then she took a seven year sabbatical to help her husband in business until COVID hit. And during COVID, she became certified in live and dry blood analysis and she's restarted her healthcare practice, incorporating all of the things that she was certified in before. And today we are going to be covering women's health and all the fun things that go with being a woman, which we know there are a lot of. So welcome to the podcast, Julie. Thank you so much. It's great to be back. Yes, we're so glad. I'm so excited about to hear what you have to say today. Women's hormones is always a hot topic. And um, there's just so many things that we deal with as women. We're, we're very complicated creatures, that's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm just going to let you just jump right in with what you have to share with us today. Okay. Well, I'm just going to go through kind of some basic principles related to women's health, but I'm going to be sharing some things that maybe a lot of people don't know. So there's some basic stuff, but also some more um, advanced things. Um, I'm gonna go through also some specific women's health issues that'll hopefully, hopefully be helpful to all your listeners. Wonderful. So I, I think where I wanna start is just talking about stress and how stress is the number one killer for women. And I think we hear a lot of times about sugar and all these other things. And yeah, sugar's not good for you. And we're going to be talking about that as well. But sugar ends up posing more of a problem for men, I would say, than for women. And for women, it's stress. And I've really been focusing as I'm aging on just keeping my stress levels down. I think you know, when you're childbearing and you're raising babies and you're busy at church and you're busy working and you're busy with friends and um, you don't have much time to yourself, it's easy to cheat yourself on sleep and other things that are going to increase your stress levels. And that is very bad for women. I did it for many years. I was not the best uh, client, I guess. 
<laughs> I would advise my clients against doing that. And I've had to pay some health consequences because of it. And so I'm very um, emphatic with the women in my life, my clients, my daughters, my friends, my daughters-in-law, that they have to take care of themselves and watch the stress. And I think that husbands and boyfriends need to understand too, that stress affects women differently than men. You know, I mean, just kind of biologically, you look at men and they have broader, wider shoulders. They're able to carry a lot more. <laughs> They're the warriors and stress just affects them differently than women. And I think a lot of times because of like women's rights and equality and everything, we have this idea that anything a boy can do, girls can do also. <laughs> Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of things that we can do but there's things that maybe um we shouldn't do because it affects us differently and men are designed differently so that's kind of like a a little intro to the whole deal with stress and what stress involves it could be physical it could be you know maybe you've had injuries like from a car accident or sports or um, things that you need to recover from, from surgeries or illnesses. It could be as a result of abuse, all sorts of things. Those can cause physical traumas. And if those aren't healed, then it's very hard for the body to heal. And it produces a, a continual form of stress. So it's important to really focus on healing. If you have had one of these things happen, and to, to get your body back in order so that it's not causing other stress, like on your hormones, which is what we're talking about today. Um, another form of stress is like emotional stress. And I think for women, a lot of it could be like, you know, ruminating on things and not letting things go. Um, there's just normal things in life that cause stress, like you know, changes in life. It could be someone dying. It can be getting married. It could be moving, having a baby, you know, any of those big things can cause emotional stress. And, and, you know, a lot of times it's good stress. Like it's, it's good when you have a baby, but it's a lot to adjust to. And if you're not sensitive to the amount of other stressors in your life, then it can start taking you down a bad road to where stress hormones are predominant and you're not producing the hormones that you need mm -hmm. um, relationships finances PTSD and I think a lot of people are really facing PTSD these days just because of what happened during COVID and <laughs> what's going on in the news today with the war over in the Middle East watching the news seeing the trauma of all that that can cause PTSD in people um it could also just be like not dealing with anger or resentment or grudges. Those can all affect women's health and women's hormones. And then another type of stress is gut dysbiosis. So that's when there's an imbalance of good bacteria in the gut and there's more bad bacteria that are viruses that can, um, take over 
and create infections. Um, it leaves the door open for parasites. And I just want to mention here, and I'm going to mention it down the road too, when we're talking about specific hormonal issues, is um, there's a compound called beta-glucuronidase that occurs in the gut if you have a bacterial overgrowth. And that causes a recirculation of estrogens in the system instead of them being eliminated. So a lot of hormone problems with women result from estrogen dominance, meaning you have more estrogen than you do progesterone or testosterone, and that can wreak havoc in a woman's health. And sometimes the root of that could be that her gut small intestine, large intestine isn't healthy and there's the wrong balance of bacteria there. And then this beta glucuronidase, instead of letting you poop out toxins that your liver has flushed out, it just recirculates them. So that's a big thing that can add stress. to vaccines, most mothers and fathers want to know facts, not others' opinions. Jackie wished she had known more facts when she went in for her first well-baby visit. Because Jackie strongly promotes parental choice, she felt led to write a short treatise with personal facts. This vaccination ebook is pretty concise to allow you, the parent, to read, research into the studies she shares, and come up with your own decisions. Jackie's sincere desire is that you and your children thrive, and so she presents to you the vaccination ebook free of charge. Simply go to deeprootsathome.com forward slash vital dash info dash ebook forward slash. That's deeprootsathome.com forward slash vital dash info dash ebook forward slash. So then other things that can cause stress are toxins, and I think we um, are familiar with some of them. So everybody's pretty, I think, aware of what's going on with chemtrails. <laughs> so we're breathing things. It's being sprayed on our food. We're eating it. It's on our skin. So we got chemtrails. We have plastics that are in, you know, like containers that we eat from or packaging from food. It's really important not to heat your food up in a microwave. If it's in a plastic container, it's really not good to use a microwave at all. But if you're going to use a microwave, don't heat your food up in plastic. Uh, put it in a glass container or on a plate, you know, that's made from ceramic or something like that. Um, also about, think about like your drinking. Go ahead. What about those uh, veggie packs now where you get them in the freezer where, you know, you have a package of broccoli or whatever, and you're supposed to heat them up right in the plastic would you say not to do that no I wouldn't bad news <laughs> take it out and put it take it out and put it in a, a container if you're going to use a microwave um, I wouldn't do that because there's the the plastics are xenoestrogens contain xenoestrogens which mimic estrogens and take up um those receptor sites and can be more prolific than even, you know, regular estrogens. And you put that on top of, you know, what your body naturally produces and then you're easily estrogen dominant. Hmm. So I would also say, be careful about 
you know, like water bottles and what you uh, drink out of, you know, that you're using a, a glass bottle or stainless steel, something like that. And then these things can be detoxed using green tea or EGCG, which is like the chemical extract from green tea that's that's active and helping you to, to detox. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on all of these, but uh, phthalates. So those are things that are a lot of times in personal care products or laundry detergents, even in rinse aids for your dishwasher. Those are hormone disruptors like plastics, um, fluoride. If you can get a filter that takes fluoride out of your water, great. Um, the bad news with fluoride is it takes up uh, receptors, iodine receptors. So it'll affect your thyroid if fluoride is sitting in those receptors. It can also lead to bone disease, cancer, that type of stuff. So <laughs> we've always used baking soda to brush our teeth with. Or you can use a fluoride-free um, toothpaste, but I like baking soda. It's a little bit abrasive and keeps your teeth nice and smooth feeling. Uh, sodium lauryl sulfate is another stressor or toxin, and that's like in shampoos and other personal care products can cause cancer, and it builds up in the heart, lungs, brain, liver. In dander shampoos they have a thing called coal tar dye and they actually put it in toothpaste sometimes too and that's an irritant that can cause like headaches and asthma and nausea and difficulty concentrating all that kind of stuff parabens those are like uh, waxes and things that are put in personal care products those can cause breast cancer not cool uh, petroleum, like things that contain mineral oil or fragrances. You, we just want to be careful what we put on our skin. If you can't eat it, don't put it on your skin is kind of the rule that you hear all over the place. Mm -hmm. um, cookware that has aluminum in it or um, antiperspirants that have aluminum, not good. They affect the central nervous system and can cause Alzheimer's. Uh, propylene glycol is another additive to personal care products that can damage the kidneys, the liver. So all the things that damage the liver or affect the liver, that in turn is going to affect hormone balance because the liver is responsible for a lot of conversions of hormones and producing enzymes that convert hormones and also flushing out hormones, converting them to, you know, water soluble forms that can be flushed out of the body. So we don't want to be putting an extra load on our liver by putting a bunch of junk on our skin and breathing things and eating things that, that are going to, you know, compromise. Hmm. Um, believe it or not, they put formaldehyde in a lot of products, which that just doesn't even make sense to me. Well, it's a preservative, but still gross. Yeah. <laughs> they use that to, you know, preserve dead bodies and stuff like that. We know better than, than to put that in our body if we want to continue to live. Um, talc, I think a lot of people are aware of that and like, you know, baby powder and breathing that, how bad it is for you, but it's in a lot of personal care products still, and it can cause ovarian cancer. 
triclosan or triclosan. I'm not sure how you say it. That's like an anti, you know, bacterial mm -hmm. that they put in, you know, hand sanitizers and soaps and all kinds of things. Again, that damages the liver and it's a hormone disruptor and can cause cancers. Um, it's important to eat, you know, organic food as much as you can. There's lists that you can get off the internet that have like the dirty dozen or the clean 15. There's some things that aren't as important that you eat organic if you're on a budget, but if you can afford it or you grow your own, the more you can do that, the better, because the hormones and the pesticides in foods that are inorganic um, or not grown organically can disrupt the hormones as well. Uh, bleach or the byproduct dioxin is bad news that can cause cancer. Um, it also, like if you have wear bleached tampons for women or inorganic cotton tampons, um, they can contain that dioxin from when they bleach the cotton. And then it's mm -hmm. sitting up inside the, the cervix mm -hmm. and the vaginal canal and touching all of that and releasing these toxins. Not a good thing. Um, other stressors, mercury. So as much as you can, if you need to get a dental filling, and you can't remineralize re your teeth that's already broken through the dentin, then, you know, opt for some type of something else like ceramic. They can do ceramic fillings. They can do some polymers. Now, those may release things into the body as well, but not as bad as mercury. So, and there's like a, a documentary. I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head, but it talks about um, root canals and how bad those can be just because they harbor bacteria, but then also with, you know, uh, fillings that every time you chew, it's releasing some of that mercury and, you know, in a, a gas form into the body. So bad news. And you also have to be careful with what kind of fish you buy Fish is so good for you and you need the, the healthy fats and you need the, you know, the, the vitamins and the minerals that you get from fish, but you have to be careful about the source. And if it's, you know, caught raised in farms or not, you know, caught in cold Northern waters, then it can be full of toxins and you can use fulvic acid, zeolite, um, broken cell wall, chlorella, things like that to detox most of these toxins that I'm talking about, including mercury from, from fish or fillings. And if people are curious about monitoring, you know, what their toxic load is and even what their, you know, essential minerals balance is within their body, um, a hair analysis is a great way to do that. And that's something that I offer and you can probably get it off the internet from other people as well, but that gives you an idea of where you're at. And then you can track your progress over six months to a year and just see if you're uh, making headway with getting rid of those toxins. Um, interestingly, medications such as birth control 
those can disrupt hormones and be stressors on the body. It is no secret that Jackie loves TRS, but some have asked exactly what is TRS? TRS is a nano zeolite spray that facilitates some amazing things. TRS does not heal anything, but it gently clears the body of toxins and heavy metals. So the body can heal itself exactly as God designed it to do. Why not get to the root cause instead of just applying band-aids? Excellent supplements and individual remedies can help, but they cannot help as much until you remove the root source of inflammation and disease. Detoxing toxins and metals is foundational to good health. TRS is safe for the elderly and for children as well. For more information, go to www.deeprootsathome.com forward slash TRS. And then alcohol. So I really enjoy cocktails. And I was going through a phase where I was trying a new cocktail probably every night for a while. Like tonight, I'm going to try like a rum punch and tomorrow night, I'm going to try a, an original daiquiri or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize <laughs> what a toll it was taking on my liver. Like I didn't drink to get drunk and I never right. felt the buzz or anything like that. But I already have some hormone conversion problems probably due to the things that I talked about earlier, just not really taking care of myself and being a good patient, you know, like not sleeping when I should sleep and just working, working, working and driving myself too hard. Well, my liver's already compromised and then you add alcohol on top of that and it's really bad news. Hmm. So, um, I think it's something for women especially to be aware of. I mean, it affects everybody um, negatively. There's not really a health benefit to drinking other than maybe red wine. But if you have a compromised liver, that may not be the best choice for you. There's other ways that you can get resveratrol, which is the beneficial um, component within red wine that people always talk about health-wise. Without having to drink red wine, you can get it from other things. So in impeding the conversion of hormones in the liver, it can um, create belly fat, which belly fat increases estrogen. And then you end up, you know, creating this, this problem, this cycle that we're going to talk about with estrogen dominance. And then the last stressor that's something that we eat is sugar and you know before I mentioned that stress is like the biggie for women well sugar can affect you too Uh, not as much as men but you still have to be careful about it and if you're carrying excess weight because your blood sugar isn't balanced and you're stressing your body out and causing it to release more stress hormones then you're not going to be producing the sex hormones that you need. So you're going to be out of balance there. So that's kind of it for the stressors. There's probably more that people could list, but those are kind of the biggies 
that yeah. can affect hormone balance. That's a lot. So a lot to process. <laughs> it is, but I think the main thing is principle wise is it's expensive to buy natural health and home products, but it's worth it because all of these chemicals affect you in such an adverse way, both hormonally and from a cancer standpoint, that it's worth the investment. And I think the statistic is like that the average teenage girl puts on like um, 200 or more chemicals, applies 200 or more chemicals to her body every morning. Wow. Wow. Just with like cosmetics and lotions and shampoos and all that stuff. Wow. So as much as we can reduce that load, the better. Yeah. And the thing where I said that, you know, rinse aids contain phthalates, P-H-T-H-L-A-T-E-S, that strange word, um, you know, that's sitting on your dishes in the dishwasher and then you put your food on it and you're eating those. So I had never even really, I guess I didn't realize that that had phthalates in it until just recently. I knew that laundry soaps and detergents did. So we use, you know, organic, natural based soaps, but it's just in so many things. It's insidious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's something to think about. Yeah. So just reduce the load as much as you can. So a little bit more about sugar, um, for women, it's really important to really watch sugar. If you're a cycling woman during the first week and the third week, Oh, really? <laughs> because yes. So a woman's body changes four times a month. So men are basically married to a different woman <laughs> four times out of the month. <laughs> And I know a lot of men feel like that. And um, it, it's really true because that's how often the hormones change. But the body is taking care of so many things during the first week. You know, it's trying to, you know, shed the uterine lining. And that's pretty intense. And it takes a toll. A lot of women feel fatigued. They feel, you know, just you don't feel good. And right. then you want to have sugar added to that, it's going to make it even worse. And it's going to increase estrogens, which is going to, you know, build up the uterine lining instead of shedding it and add to the stress on the body and have, you know, hormones go toward dealing with that stress instead of dealing with what the body is supposed to be doing during the first week, of the month during the cycle. And then the third week of the month is, you know, when the body's trying to prepare the uterine lining for pregnancy. And so you add sugar to that and you're already, you know, increasing the amount of progesterone that you're making and, you know, putting a high demand on your ovaries and adrenals. And then you put sugar on top of that and it just is not a good recipe. So be careful. And then that's when you can gain weight too is during those two, during those two weeks. So the other two weeks, the second and fourth weeks, that's when you can like do heavy exercise and, you know, really burn calories and stuff. But a woman's body really isn't designed to exercise hard all the time. And it's actually a detriment. And we'll talk more about that later. 
So hopefully that's something more than the basic information that women usually get is take it easy on the first and third weeks of the month with your exercise, do other things like stretching and, you know, Pilates and, um, you know, taking a, a walk out in nature, a brisk walk, but not your heavy weight bearing, you know, high intensity training that you normally do. Um, some other things related to diet that I think women in particular need to think about is, um, of course, nobody should be eating processed foods and things with additives, but for women, um, you add stevia to that, which we're all, you know, trained and taught is a really good sweetener to use instead of sugar, but, um, that can also be a hormone disruptor. So I kind of like, you know, just eating things that are naturally sweet, or if you are going to have an artificial, not an artificial sweetener, but like a, a natural sweetener that's a substitute for sugar then I would go for something like monk fruit or xylitol. There's actually a lot of benefits to xylitol. It's good for your teeth and all kinds of stuff. It helps heal up cavities Just and prevent have cavities. Much, have too much of that or you end up with a laxative effect. That's true. Yeah, you got to be careful with these, um, what do they call them, sugar alcohols or something like that. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So you got to be careful. Um. I think also be very careful with the types of fats that you're eating. So there are so many good fats that we need to be eating and it's important that we eat them. Not only do we need them for our brain, but we need them to make hormones. And so the whole bad thing of, you know, low fat diet is bad on so many accounts. Not only is it bad for your brain, it's bad for your hormones and for, for fertility. So if women are wanting to have babies, they have to have the raw materials to make the hormones that are going to allow you to get pregnant and carry a baby. So the bad fats that you want to avoid are those that are high in the omega-6s. They cause a lot of inflammation. Those would be your seed oils like canola oil, safflower oil, sunflower oil, soybean, cottonseed, all those. I think even peanut oil falls into that uh, category. So just be careful. Um, we get way too many of the omega-6s and not enough of the threes and nines, which is what you get in fat uh, fish, excuse me. Um, Grass-fed butter, coconut oil, olive oil, all of those are really good for- What about avocado oil? The body. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very good, I believe. I think the difficulty with oils is you just have to be careful to not, um, that they don't go rancid because then you have other problems. Yeah. So, you know, refrigerate your oils, keep them in a dark, cool place so they don't get, um, don't get rancid. Uh, free range eggs that are organic and hormone free. Those are super good for you. Um, cholesterol is not a bad thing. That's what you make hormones from. <laughs> so we need it. And as you age, as women age, they're going to make more cholesterol because their ovaries are not making hormones anymore. And you might even get a little more belly fat because that helps make hormones. So 
it's just something to think about. It's normal for cholesterol to rise as you get older, instead of, you know, listening to conventional medicine where they try to, you know, cut it off and tell you, um, that your cholesterol should be lower. No, you need it hmm. as you age. In these troubling times, it's no secret that we are being censored. It's getting harder and harder to spread the truth. Facebook is throttling us, and we don't know how much longer we will be there. Here are a few things you can do to stay in touch with Deep Roots at Home. Firstly, sign up for our newsletter. Jackie sends out exclusive, important content to her readers. The link will be in the show notes. Number two, consider making Deep Roots at Home your homepage in your browser. Number three, print your favorite Deep Roots at Home articles and place them in a binder to have on hand in case of emergency. And finally, follow us on other social media channels. We are now on Telegram and Gab and soon Truth Social. Jackie's greatest desire is that God would be glorified through these dark times. Um, let's see. So I wanted to mention that, you know, sources for grass-fed and finished meats and free-range eggs and really good um, sources for dairy also is the Weston A. Price Foundation. And people should just be able, excuse me, to look up and see if there's a chapter in their area. They're all over the United States. They may even be international, but they're all about, you know, good, healthy, whole foods <laughs> grown the right way. Um, Another good source of fats is nuts and Brazil nuts and walnuts are super important for women's health. So I eat a small handful of walnuts every single day. Um, they're good for taking care of things like fibroids and endometriosis, as well as Brazil nuts. Those are high in selenium. You need selenium to make hormones. I also recommend for my clients to eat the rainbow and vegetables every single day. That's like six servings of fruits and vegetables. Eat one of every color and you're good for the day, especially leafy greens. And then hydration. Hydration is super important. That's going to keep your kidneys functioning well, flushing out toxins. It's going to help you poop more. If you don't have enough hydration, pooping doesn't come very easily. And whatever your liver is dumping out, you want to be able to poop out. Now, when you're drinking that much, sometimes people can, you know, deplete their minerals. So I always recommend that people put, you know, like a half a teaspoon of sea salt in their, the water that they, their allotment for the day. And I also add a half a teaspoon of um, potassium chloride crystals. You can just get it from um, the company called Now. They sell it at like most health stores. And um, another option is Quinton water, which we'll talk more about that later with anemia, but it is the same composition as, well, sea water is the same composition as blood. Oh, basically really? the same profile. Yes. And Quinton water is like um, a purified and diluted seawater that has, you know, the exact same ratios as human blood. And 
it amazingly helps to rebuild blood, especially if you're anemic. So we'll talk more about that in a little bit. That's called Quinton water. How do you spell that? Q-U-I-N-T-O-N. Quinton, okay. As a side note, it's kind of interesting. I think it was like um, invented by this French scientist back in the early 1900s. And he would do these experiments where he would drain the blood of dogs. I know it sounds very inhumane, but he drained the blood of dogs like publicly on a table. <laughs> and then he would infuse them with this Quinton water and the dogs would revive. Wow. So it's actually, I mean, I didn't think to mention this, but it's kind of an important thing to know about during this time in history where a lot of people are concerned about if they need a blood transfusion and they can't donate to themselves or get a designated donor. Um, I don't know how many hospitals have Quentin water available, but there are some people that do like IV infusions that can do it intravenously, or you can just get these little uh, packets or vials that Quentin sells and you can uh, drink two of the isotonic packets per day and one of the hypertonic packet, which is just a different ratio of the minerals. And that helps to rebuild the blood and reestablish it. Very and I've seen really good results with people with anemia with that. So if we were to so, look up, you just Google Quinton water? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, Quicksilver is one of the companies that makes it. I'm not sure if there's other companies, but Quicksilver is a really, really good company. They make a lot of um, liposomal supplements. So they're like fat soluble and enter the cell better with that little fat membrane. Okay. But anyhow, it's a good supplement company in Colorado. Very interesting. I've never yeah. heard of that before. I know. I read about it the first time in um, a book by Thomas Cowan called Human Heart, Cosmic Heart. And I think that was the book. So it was pretty fascinating. And several practitioner friends, like we're in the, this book discussion group together, we've all tried it and we've had really good success with our clients for different conditions using Quinton water, whether it's, you know, bringing up mineral balance in someone's body or, you know, like I said, people that are anemic. Yeah, I'm a doula. So, um, you know, having something like that on hand for after, um, you know, after a mama has maybe had a hemorrhage or something, it sounds like that could be a very helpful thing to re, you know, to build her blood back up. Exactly. Well, it'll help um, increase the volume that's lost. And then it just, like I said, it's, you know, mm -hmm. the same composition as, as blood mineral wise. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think that's pretty interesting. Um, I think Jehovah's Witnesses and, you know, other religions that don't believe in blood transfusions, I think they use alternatives like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I would just get it lined up ahead of time because right. I have called some IV infusion places to see if they do it. And a lot of times they don't even know what it's about. So you have to find somebody who's already informed about it and, you know, have it lined up ahead of time. Not if you're in a crisis. <laughs> right. 
But I would also just have the packets on hand because even for people that have had a lot of blood loss, um, you know, like I know people that bleed from fibroids, Mm -hmm. you know, like sometimes three units of blood a month Mm -hmm. and doing that along with some other supplements that I'll talk about in a while can help to rebuild the blood pretty quickly. Stay tuned for part two of Julie Formby, where we talk about sleep, PCOS, endometriosis, fibroids, anemia, menopause, and so much more. Join us next week. Thanks for joining us on the Deep Roots at Home podcast. We pray it has encouraged you in your walk with the Lord and as you serve your family. Could you do us a favor? If this has blessed you, could you help us spread the word by liking and sharing this podcast with your friends? And don't forget, we have lots of great links in the show notes that go along with today's podcast. See you next time.